Hello, Jack. <laughs> Hello, Amy. Thank you for translating my uh, my Yoda typing. Yeah, that's happened. The, the cursor just jumped. So I ended up, what, let me see. It actually said, I do the official recording on a callback and we can. Uh huh. <laughs> yep. everyone thank you for tuning in to deadpan number um uh 266 <laughs> sorry i do that 260 no the, no you've done 266 the last one you did was 266 that's correct that was the last bunny and now yep. this may be the last ambassador number 267 um, I'm a little verklempt. So Amy Amy Bowen, who's been with Deadpan since the beginning and also been with Winging It and you know, everything I did in podcasting before. Um, you know, it's it's a thrill. It's been a, a thrill all these years, Amy, but um, I appreciate you taking the time to, to talk to me here on, you know, on the eve of the end of, of Deadpan. Uh-huh. So thanks. And thanks, Jack. I'm flattered, but... I was not actually a Wingin' It subscriber. I found Duel of the Fates through Podiobooks.com. No but kidding. That, yeah. I had. I, well, I did not know that. It's true. I discovered <laughs> podcasting in early 2006. Um, and somebody, somebody over on WillWheaton.net linked to Podiobooks.com, and that was there. And the Duel of the Fates, the first two Duel of the Fates seasons were there, and Spherical Tomy was there, and I was hooked. Wow, well... And I, and I was aware of winging it, <laughs> but I really never subscribed. I don't know why. Oh, well, you know, well, I appreciate all this time, I thought, you know, that... And, you know, I know I'm... I know that you, you know, you... I always thought that winging it was probably a little bit out there for your for your tastes. Not, you know, I don't want to to define your tastes for you, but it just seemed like winging it wasn't really always your cup of tea. So now that makes a lot more sense. I'll let you in on another shocking secret. Although I didn't really subscribe to winging it, I did subscribe to Evo at 11. (laughs) Okay. Well, you know, that was fun too. That was, uh, I guess, you know, I know that they went out there sometimes and of course I was on there. I don't think we ever got too insane when I was, when I was on there. No, you didn't, but they went out there. (laughs) And I listened to it, and I was genuinely disappointed when they stopped doing it, mostly because that was how I kept up with the news from the Phoenix podcasting community. Right. Well, I know Slice of Sci-Fi is still is still there, but, you know, it's become kind of a show. It's, they're not very chatty. Um, you know, it, they do a good job of presenting sci-fi news. Are you still – I don't mean to call you out on this, and I'm, I'm sure it's okay if you do or don't, but are you still listening or, or following Slice of Sci-Fi? No. No, that's okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, you know, I, they're all great people, so I encourage everyone to listen and mm-hmm. or, or watch, and I think they, but anyway, enough about them. So tell us, it's been an exciting seven years for you, Amy. So, it's uh, been a very exciting seven years. Wow. 
seven years of deadpan, but it really has been seven years of deadpan this April. Right. I, I was a college student, and now I'm a professional computer networking technician. You, you wanted one of your big items you told me you wanted to address was my move, and I happen to still have, after all this time, a document on my desktop that is called Omaha Letter to People dot ODT. I had so many different groups of people that I wanted to tell about my move that I wrote a letter that oh. I will so I could copy and paste and send it to a bunch of people and not have to write it fifteen times. So nice. here's so here's what I wrote. Dear blank literally it has a row of underscores. <laughs> I am proud to report that I have accepted an offer for a great career-advancing job. Starting on Monday, August 6th, I will be working for a company called First Data, which offers credit card, gift card, and other specialty payment processing services to merchants. It has branches all over the world, but I will be working at the one in Omaha because that's where the Network Operations Center is. My godparents live in Omaha and encouraged me to look for jobs there. They've been very supportive in my job search. My job title will be Network Ops Tech 2. First Data has a very large computer network that requires a very large team of people to keep it up and running, and I will be a part of that team. This position requires and will make good use of my training in Cisco networking devices and my Cisco Certified Network Associate certification. I'm really, really excited about this opportunity. And then I go on to talk about job search, hunting, stuff that happened. Um, but here's the interesting part. My parents and I have agreed that we want to take a road trip to get there since I have my own car now and would like to keep it. On Saturday, July 28th, we're leaving in my car to go to Omaha. When we get there, my godparents will will let us stay in their house until we can find an apartment for me. It actually didn't happen that way. No. Um, we, they, the said godparents actually found an apartment for me. So we left California on a Saturday, came into Omaha on a Tuesday night, got a motel for that first night, um, which was the night of July 31st. On August 1st, I signed the lease papers. We actually stayed in the motel that second night, too. But after that, we were just in the apartment. The one I'm in right now. Okay. And what what day did you start work? The, again, the following Monday, August 6th. Okay. Hey, guys. It's Youper from ShiftCast. And Rick Jindahideo. So, Rick, have you found your perfect meditation technique? No, I gave in, and I'm surrendering to my ADD by listening to Jack Mangan's Deadpan. That's an awesome show. I tune in every week. Well, and, you know, of course, the first question I'm sure everyone asks is, uh, how does how is life in in Nebraska? How are, what are some of the ways the most striking ways that you found that life is different moving from Southern California to Nebraska? Some things are very very different. All it's an older city. All the towns that I grew up in and lived in 
in California had, well, maybe except for Santa Barbara. But except for Santa Barbara, the towns that I spent the most time in in California were all all built within the last 20 or 30 years and all had a very unified visual look for them. We don't have that at all here in Omaha. You can tell it's a very much an older city. <laughs> um, it's been very, very interesting. It, uh, several times getting up in the morning and seeing my digital thermometer say zero degrees and going, oh boy. <laughs> but I, But I have good coats and good leggings to wear and i've been and i've been managing in the snow i got my car stuck on the snow the first time we had a big snowstorm but i i called my godfather we spoke on the phone before i was leaving for work and he said uh oh, the snow, the snow's like 6 inches deep you can drive through it and i went okay so I start pulling my car out of the garage. Now, I think I'm, I told this story on pod already. I got my car stuck because there was a path in the snow that was plowed. Mm -hmm. And yes. at the edge of the path, it got all piled up. And that's where I got stuck. I did tell this story on pod already. What else? <laughs> well, I mean, and, and of course, driving in snow. I don't remember. If, this is your first time ever driving in snow, right? Absolutely. Or yes. Nowhere, even in, in Northern California or, or inland, have you found yourself in the in that white stuff. <laughs> uh, so, it, so it's still charming and quaint now. Right? Absolutely, is, it's so pretty. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll reserve all of my uh, 28 years growing up in New Jersey. And I'll just, yeah, I know. I'll just <laughs> I'll just smile and nod. Um, but yes, you know, it, it is lovely. You can take pictures, and we'll all own a. Uh, well, okay. but you know, I'm glad that you know it does seem like you're you're doing really well. Um, you're doing well with the change, and and you know, I, th I know everyone around around Deadpan is excited for for you and and you know this next step. And you're right. I mean, you know, you were a college kid um, when when you first started coming around Deadpan, and you first became part of Deadpan. And yeah, here you are, you know, all grown up <laughs> out there. <laughs> yeah, then, it's kind of fun to feel all grown up. I mentioned I'm in that apartment that we moved into at a really nice desk that I picked out myself. And this is something that I've been thinking about and hoping for and dreaming about having for many years because it's a room I have all to myself. It's relatively quiet most of the time and doesn't have any really big major noise sources. And I finally have a real office and a real podcasting studio. So I am proud to announce that I have I stepped up to Paul Mackey's request to be a to get co hosts for his intro cast to a show called Slings and Arrows. I can I think I can say that we are tentatively titling it the Ghost Light Podcast. I do not know if we have a URL yet. We are still in the very early planning stages of this. But it's going to be me, Paul, and a, someone who lives in the UK are going to be the, coasts, <laughs> the co-hosts. 
And no, no pun intended. <laughs> yeah, no pun intended. And neither me nor the girl from England. Maya Fire is her Twitter username. Okay. Uh, neither of us have ever seen it before. And and Paul has. So it's just going to be one of those shows where we talk about it and we get the newcomers' reactions. And it's going to be since it, since the show only has I think it's 18 episodes. There's probably going to be 20, 22 podcast episodes. Oh, you know, and I'm not familiar with the show myself. I don't. So. Neither am I. So far, all I know is that it has to do with a Renaissance festival. Oh, okay. Yeah, already I'm, I'm hearing Paul Mackey's fingers on this. D E A D P A N Dead Pan Um well that's exciting. That's that's very you know, this is this is part of I know you have um a pretty definite and pretty pretty well realized goal. You know, or you have your your future. You have kind of you have a, a target on it, which is I guess a lot of a lot of us can't say so much. So is this so podcasting and writing, and these are all the things you're going to do at your these are the exciting things you're going to do at your at your fancy new desk. <laughs> that is correct. Yes. And it's so it's so sad. Um, it's kind of fun, but it's kind of sad. I made all these goals for the next two and a half or so years. One of them was to get a bunch of original fiction writing uh, done. Mm -hmm. And right at the beginning of the new year, I got bombarded with a whole bunch of ideas for new fan fiction. I posted one link on the deadpan page. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I love writing fan fiction, but it gets me, takes away time from writing original fiction. Sure, but you know, it, it's never no no writing endeavor is is wasted time really. Um, and I guess unless you have unless you have an assignment, you know, then you know, then of course that's what you need to focus on. But yeah, I mean, any any writing you do is always it's always been you know making it's increasing your chops and it's you know, mm -hmm. making you a better writer. So there's it's never wasted time. Yeah, that, that is true. And so so you have, I know you'd you'd said that you have some creative output. You have some some things go, things, some irons in the fire and, and some plans for the future with that. Um, uh huh. So I you know this is your your moment I suppose to pimp to all of us in the in the deadpan group to uh, let us know what you know what we can look forward to from you in the next. Oh, I will. Oh, thank you so much. Well, there's the the tentatively titled Ghost Light podcast about slings and arrows with myself, Paul Mackey, and Maya Fire, who I will get unlazy and go open up my email and go find out what her first name is. Okay. <laughs> oh, and the, the cat's contributed. <laughs> and so, uh... Claire. Okay. Maya Fire. Her real name is Claire. <laughs> so, um, well, I mean, that's exciting. And it's good, you know, it's good also that it's Paul Mackey, who's, who's one of us, you know, who's part of mm -hmm. our 
part of our, of our circle, circle, um, <laughs> our social circle. Um, and what I, what else are you? Were you going to ask what I? What else I have to pimp? Yes. Yeah. Pimp, <laughs> pimp away. Oh, thank you. So. One of those goals that I set, and one of those ambitious goals that I set for the next two and a half years, mm-hmm. was to finally, finally start my own podcast. And it's going to be probably primarily a fiction podcast. I, If I could say what I want to be like, I would say, when I grow up as a podcaster, I want to be Chris Lester. Okay. Um, so... It's going to be mostly fiction. I'm probably going to start with a series of short stories. My big plan, I'll go ahead and share what the big plan is. Most of the early episodes of the Questers from FPM series were recorded before I got the blue snowball that I'm recording on right now. So I've been wanting since I had it to go back and re-record them so they'll have actually good sound quality and remix them so that, especially on the finale of the first season, you can actually hear the narration over the music. Um, And my godfather and I kind of co-invested in a copy of Podcasting for Dummies. He has it right now, so I'll have to ask for it back so I can read that. And... As for season two, that the reason why that didn't happen was mainly a lack of inspiration and kind of discouraged because the scope of it overwhelms me. If you remember, the episode number 13, which was recorded live at the Deadpan Meetup 2010, right. yes. invo- um, established that the next quest would involve visiting a bunch of other countries which are supposed to be just like FPM itself, based on websites that are focused around podcasting, which I was kind of intimidated and didn't have the enthusiasm to get involved in those other communities. But now that things have settled down and I kind of have more steadiness and stability in my life and the means and the enthusiasm, enthusiasm to start a podcast, I'm thinking of looking into that again. Who is this irresistible creature who has an insatiable love for the dead? Pan. So I'd like to make an open call. Anyone who is out there who was involved in the first season of The Questers from FPM, plus Dan Charette and Michelle Welch, if you are listening to this, Yes, I am calling you out personally. Contact me, please. I need to make plans for recording this upcoming season, and I need to know who's in, who's out, who's still willing to do voice acting for me. It'll be very similar to previous to the previous season. Very it will be very casual and very low low labor and low commitment for for the other voice actors. I will be doing all the heavy lifting. So the second season will probably also have 12 episodes, um, like the first season did. I know where the story arc is going. I have known for years. The, the issue is with the details and the 
getting your butt in chair and the writing. Right. Yeah. My friend Rick Novi, who's been on deadpan, you know, that's something he talks about a lot, but you know what? I'll, I'll certainly commit, you know, if there's, if there's, um, anything for me to do, then I'll, I'll definitely commit to, uh, to reading, doing some reading for you, Amy. On, oh, thank on you. Thank you so much. <laughs> I appreciate that. Sure. And, um, well, and actually, you know, I, I can't resist this segue that you've just set up. Um, so, you know, if there's more then let, please let's, let's get back to it, but I can't resist the segue. So maybe you can also, hopefully you'll see some of these people at the meetup, which we're, mm-hmm. uh, which we've pretty much finalized for the year. So, and I know that you've said that, you know, barring unforeseen anything, you, you're going to be there as, uh, as you've been for each of the other previous meetups, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. Which is exciting. You know, I know before you were kind of, you're a lot closer before, so it's exciting yeah. that you're going to come. Actually, there are only a few airports. Um, since we're a very small market, there are only a few airports that you can get to directly from Omaha. If I want to go home to Southern California, I have to go through Phoenix or Denver or Salt Lake City. But I can go directly to Phoenix from here. Oh. So it's very easy and very convenient for me. Well, great. Um, I'm, well, that sounds perfect. I'm glad. I'm glad that you can. That it won't be that much of a hassle for you. And I'm, I'm of course, I'm thrilled that you'll you'll be able to make it for. Uh, for well, I mean, what hopefully will not be our last meetup, but it will be our last meetup. You know, with while the show is still is still active. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so that that is exciting. And actually, right here, Amy, you have. Uh, I don't know. A privilege is probably a very strong word, but you know, we're going to make the official announcement right here and now while we're talking to you. So it's. I know there had been some chatter about a different venue for this go round, but I think uh, this year, it's. Um, well, we're going to host it again in Phoenix. It's going to be local. Well, local for me and for a bunch of us. Uh, I'd like to. Uh, you know, Colorado is the. The runner-up, and I'd like to, I would certainly like to have it elsewhere sometime, maybe even Omaha. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, for this year, it's going to be in Phoenix on uh, the, the weekend of May. You said May 3rd through 5th, right? That's the Friday through Sunday? Yes, that's correct. May 3rd is a Friday. Okay. Well, and, and there you have it. Now, it's official, so if you are cool and not a jerk, then please come. If you're a jerk, then please don't. And... Um, <laughs> You know, we've actually never had a jerk show up, so let's keep that streak going. Um, And definitely contact me, and we will, uh, we'll, you know, we'll do a lot of the same fun things that we did last time around. And you know, the weather here is not going to be brutal on May 3rd and 5th. It actually is really lovely here in the Phoenix area this time of year, and even north of here. You know, maybe we can make that Sedona road trip happen. So. There you go. I'm gonna. Do- I'm. I'm done with that. But I'm glad, Amy, because I know you've been part of all of them in the past, and they've all been fun. Um, especially when we did that recording, that live recording, which was just one of our funniest moments ever. It was. It really was. So it was one of our funniest moments ever. Yeah, I, you know, Ed reading his line was just. Uh, <laughs> it was just wonderful, and you know, Ed from Texas is. Uh, that was just. That was just wonderful on his part. Yes, that was completely unintentional and serendipitous. <laughs> yes. Um, so, so there you have it. So, well, thank you for helping me to to pimp that. And and um, and well, actually, while we're pimping deadpan stuff, let's um, let's also talk Palooza. I know that you're uh, you're currently reading 
the Philip K. Dick novel, yeah. novella, short novel, story, book, you know, whatever, whatever it might be, whatever you want to call it. But I'm, I'm, I understand you're currently reading it, and mm-hmm. you'll be ready to uh, to play and contribute to our, the, the the Blade Runner Palooza that we're going to do at the end of the month. Oh, I will. Absolutely. And I am sorry I didn't contribute anything to Buckaroo Bonsai Palooza. I watched it. I did not get around to recording anything. I was still adjusting to life right then. It's a really lame excuse. But sorry. Hey, this is Mike Nelson, and you're listening to Jack Mangan's Deadpan Podcast. Keep it tuned here. Oh, you know, life happens, and life, you know, mm-hmm. life takes, life always is a higher priority than, than podcasting, even even deadpan, even, <laughs> even paloozas. So, I, you know, I do look forward to your contribution on uh, on what we're tentatively going to call Blade Rutger. Um, <laughs> so I look forward to it, and, and I don't know, I won't ask you anything yet. I'll, I will actually, all I'll ask you is if you've seen the movie yet, or if you're planning on, on re-watching it or watching it for the first time. I have never watched the movie. This wow. will be my first time. Yes, I am very definitely planning on watching it before the Palooza. I want to have something to say. I already have quite a few things to say about the book. I want to have something to say about the movie, too. I am, By the way, I am reading the book on my brand new Kindle Paperwhite and using the note feature liberally, and I'm having a really good time with that. Excellent. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty pleased with my paperweight. That, that's exciting. Actually, I I noticed you made a comment about that. I, you know, now you can tell when someone says I'm on page 250 that they're still reading paperback or or paper print books, and when they say they're 38 percent of the way through, now you know that they're they're using an e-reader. Mm-hmm. I kind of do miss the page numbers thing a little bit. The, having the location numbers just isn't the same, and the percentage is so artificial and mechanical. <laughs> That's one reason I'll never give up my paper books. I like the visual and tactile feeling of looking at the edge of the pages and seeing and feeling how much more of the book there is to go. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, it's not like, um, you know, we thought that records and CDs and tapes would never go away, but they are basically becoming collector's items. But I, I think books, at least, you know, for the next few generations, books will still will still be there. Yeah. For that reason. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so, you know, we can, well, we can, we have two choices now. We can get back to, if, if I don't know, if we cut off all of your... Uh, all of your exciting plans, or if we should dive right into reading comments. Actually, I'll give you you the option because, as I said, I don't want to cut you off if you have more more things to pimp and, and be excited about. Very, very briefly, I finally, finally registered a domain name. I don't think there's anything there yet, but it will host the podcast eventually at some unspecified point in the future. It will probably host fiction that will be available for these lovely e-readers. I, as you probably know, I have many, many novel beginnings. I'd really like to have one of them, one or more of them, published traditionally, if that is at all possible. But I'd also really love to have them self-published and published electronically as well. 
but that is quite a bit further down the road, probably. Are a lot of those NaNoWriMo Yes, books? all of them are. Okay. And, well, you've you've still won, right? You still actually started and finished one, or are they all... Are they all just just beginnings? Well, the one that's closest is called Bridging the Spheres. I've just gotten, the last time I was working on it actively, I just got through the story climax, which I didn't even do a very good job of it. I haven't even written the resolution yet, and it's at 75,000 words. So it might end up being it probably won't end up being a hundred thousand, but it'll easily be in the eighty thousands. Well, you know when it's ever done. That's the one that's closest to being done. Okay, and maybe in rewrites, maybe in you know the final draft, well, you'll find twenty thousand more words. <laughs> yeah, I might. Um, or you'll maybe you'll find that there are twenty thousand too many. You know, you never know with rewrites. <laughs> well, I already know I'm going to cut out one character's subplot entirely because it belongs in a completely different novel and was put there entirely for fun, silly self-indulgence. And it in, it introduces a supernatural element where there are none anywhere else in the story. So those, those characters' subplots are being taken out entirely. I think it's more powerful and more relatable if there's one if the only thing speculative about it is the biology and the geology and yeah. everything else is 100% plausible and could ha- really happen in real life yeah no i think that's that's a wise way of looking at it i think um yeah you want your you want your spec to be consistent and, yes, and, that's and, right. It feels inconsistent when you're at, because in the book as it stands now, you're 30 or 40,000 words in to a book where there's only been fictional creatures and fictional geolo- geology so far, and all of a sudden, whoa, there's this transforming dude and this psychopomp, and where did these people come from? So it's a it's a way too jarring a transition. Yeah, they call that actually they call that the uh, the Battlestar Galactica mistake. You know where you suddenly have everything you throw in all this metaphysical stuff and suddenly everything changes. No, I don't know what they call that. Or that just reminds. Kind of know what you're talking about. Um, yeah, and actually, oh wait, hold on a second. Are you still there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Can Skype, you hear me? I hear you. Skype just gave me a um, a warning. That we were, that there was a connection problem. But now I hear you fine. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, and I can cut that out. Um, okay. Um, so I'm done pimping. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, and actually, I'll throw one before. Before I throw comments at you, I do. I do ask one more question. Since you were sure. always our deadpan segment, probably no one submitted as many dumbass memories. <laughs> For the deadpan dumbass memory segment, I'm just wondering if you had any, any right now, or if, or if you, you know, if it's been a smooth couple of weeks and there are no dumbass memories. Oh, I've done plenty of stupid things. <laughs> I'm not sure if there is one that I can think of off the top of my head, though. 
Right. Well, I totally put you on the spot, so it's 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 okay if you don't think of one off off the top of your head. Um, you know, maybe there's something something to ponder, and you know, you can come back in a future episode. We still we're not at 288 yet. You can come back in a future future episode, or if you think of one, you know, before you're done reading the comments, because I will send you now some greasy comments. Um, All right. And uh, we'll. Do not try and bend the spoon. That's impossible. We'll keep it a little bit short. We won't be too hard on you. We'll send you um, five plus the first. Um, Mm -hmm. So, all right, I'm going to fire off the first one through Skype, through the magic Mm -hmm. of the the Skype text window. All right. I see it. Used hair says, BTW watched Rare Exports last night on Netflix Instant Watch. Knew nothing about what was coming other than that it was supposed to be really good. Very surprised at where it went, and it was completely awesome. Oh, excellent. You caught me off guard. (laughs) I'm a fast reader. That's true. I do this a lot. So I'll not uh, slack on on the follow-ups. DJ Bunny says, What strange opening credits. All right, see, and I did slack. <laughs> no problem. Too slow with my cutting and pasting. Desert Pixie says, What's a raspberry pie? Sideways smiley face. <laughs> All right. And actually, I need to clean this one up. Or actually, you can just read around the date and uh, the extra stuff. Okay. Retro says, I picked it up, but the doctor told me it should clear up after a week of meds. You know, you can just tell that's a punchline. You know, we need Mm -hmm. the rim shot. All right. Lopan says, thus ends the career of the spin doctors. (laughs) All right. And the last of the regular comments before the first of the week. (laughs) Amy Bowen says, I'm about 38% of the way through the book. I'm enjoying it very much. And, yes, that is referring to Do Android Stream of Electric Sheep. Very good. And, actually, you know, before the first of the week, is this the first Philip K. Dick you've read? Yes. Okay. Yes, it is. All right. And the, the last but not least, or first, but anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Vanamond says, Oatbix, not bad with milk. All right, very nicely done. We'll get the little golf clap. And actually, you know, I had the first of the week, but that was the uh, the official first. And <laughs> Ben even replied to uh, to my first of the week, but um, this was the first official comment. All right, well, um, this has been great fun, Amy. I appreciate I appreciate your time, and I was a, a little bit as uh, the Energizer Bunny also, you know, had to deal with. I was a little bit late getting home from work, so I had to I infringed on your time a little bit. But I appreciate, you know, you taking the time. I appreciate the, you know, the time out of your evening. And, you know, I'm thrilled that everything's working well for you in Nebraska. And I wish you continued good luck. And, um, you know, I appreciate everything you've done around Deadpan all these years. It's been, you know, as I said, it's been fun, you know, just talking to you as as well, you know, since Duel of the Fates and Spherical Tommy and, of course, of course, Deadpan. It's, uh, it's always been, been a pleasure. And, and we appreciate you being the ambassador all these years. Thank you so much, Jack. It's been a great pleasure to be on. This was a lot of fun. I'm so glad we could finally do this. All right. Well, thank you very much. Amy Bowen, everyone.
Good night, Pan. <laughs> and one more thing. The finger snap thing when you want to edit, mm-hmm. you in the special episode, kind of a behind-the-scenes making-of episode at the end of Spherical Tome, you explained about how you snap your fingers every time you want to edit something or delete something in an audio file because it makes a visible spike in the audio waveform. Right. I do that. I learned that from you. I've been doing that all these years on everything I've ever recorded. So thank you for teaching me that trick. <laughs> well, thank you. I'm, I'm glad to have influenced somebody in some positive way. Um, and actually, I'll tell you that I actually picked that up sort of indirectly from Steve Ely, who um, who used a dog clicker, you know, those, those things that make a really loud click. Yeah. Um but I didn't actually have a dog clicker handy, and you know, I'd, I so I'd heard that from him, and I thought oh, I should go get a dog clicker. But then I thought, well, I guess I could snap, or I, I mean, I could clap, but that's that's going going a little little overboard. So, thus, yeah, the snapping editing technique was was born. Cool. <laughs> what a great story. wait to see you all at the meetup this year and I agree with you I really hope this is not the last meetup ever <laughs> even if if the podcast becomes too gross I hope there will be more meetups even after that <laughs>